Hey y'all, welcome to First the Podcast with Matthew and Madison Barrett. We're so happy you're joining us. Every week, we're going to be sitting down with our friends and family to talk about navigating life. We've quickly learned that no one has it figured out and we're all just doing our best. We're having conversations and hearing stories about things that we both wish we would have heard when we were going through our very own first. So grab your coffee and let's get into this week's episode of First. Welcome to an episode about the college admissions scandal. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Okay, not really, but we are going to talk about college admissions. <laughs> and who better than our transfer admissions representative in her previous role. And now she's on the other end of admissions, helping students get admitted. Madison Barrett. Welcome, Madison. <laughs> Thank you for that intro. That was really special. Now she's a lead transfer advisor. Why are you talking like that? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm interviewing you today, sweetie. Okay. <laughs> what do you What do you want to know? Well, I just thought that I don't know much about college admissions. You do. <laughs> so I figured you could help help some people. Yeah. We know. I mean, Jordan, my little sisters, possibly looking at colleges. Your little sister Natalie will be looking in about a year. So we just then maybe they'll distribute this to all their little friends. Right. We're just really needing to reach that demographic. Yeah. And I think it's a really hard place to be in. Exciting, but really exciting. it's a big decision. Yeah. Um, and so I thought that you could help with maybe the practical side of things. Mm-hmm. Because I think when people first are thinking, oh, college, they want the coolest place to tell their friends they're going. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't pointing fingers. It felt like <laughs> no, but yeah. Um, well, you can pick the coolest place and then also make smart decisions. Yes. There's a mix. So I think that that's what you can help with today. Yeah. Um, so I asked Madison if she could come up with like the top, I think you wrote down four mm-hmm. things to consider. Yeah. And then there's obviously sub points and topics we'll get into. Yeah. But it's the top four things to consider when picking a uh college yeah here we go listen up youngsters oh my gosh <laughs> now they or, all tuned out because you called no. them youngster. <laughs> or if you're going back to grad school or yeah it's kind of going flexible. to college late in life you know our non-traditional learners if you yes will. that's what i work with on the daily yeah um the very first thing that i just have to preface everything with is college is not for everybody and so the very first question to ask yourself is is college right for you? There's other options out there. Yes, like normally, I feel like the norm for people to talk about is going to a four-year. But as we know, you can go to a community college, you can enter the workforce, you could get a certificate, whatever. The society that I think that we live in right now is pushing everyone to go to four years. I do think it might be switching a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think COVID switched it a little bit. because. Because you were going to a four-year to be online. Yes. So, like, that's kind of silly. So, I think the conversation is switching, like you said. But, in general, society, probably for the past 10 to 20 years, has been, if you're in high school, the next step is college. Yeah. A four, straight to a four-year university. Right. And that's just not the right answer for everyone. Uh-huh. And I don't think it's... A, I would go as far as to say, for the majority of people, that's not the right answer. Yeah. Um but that's not to say you can't do it. Um, but if you're thinking practically through everything, mm-hmm. um, you really need to break that down in your head and see why you're going straight to a four-year. Yeah. And I'm going to talk more later about 
the money part of things, but it's honestly more economical to, you could get scholarships and financial aid to go to a four-year and that's amazing. But if it's not there, then you might want to consider a transfer option and you might get to a community college and be like, this ain't me. Like I'm going to go do something else with just a associate's degree or certificate or something. So I think some people don't even know that that's an option that like you can go to a community college spend a year getting a certificate and then go take your accounting exam and become an accountant and you don't have to go to a four-year to get a degree in finance. A lot of times there's things that you can sit for along the way of getting something. Yeah. Um, But I talk to students that even come in because we both work at a community college right now that come in they're like I want to take classes at a community college and then the more you talk to them they really just want to get in the workforce. They don't need to do a two-year degree to do a lot of the things that they want to do. Yeah. So you really need to break down if you have an idea of what you want to do. And if you don't, then that's okay too. We will talk about that as well. Yeah. But the first thing you need to consider is going to college, the best decision for you. And what's the best mode for you? Because I'm a big believer now in that going to college from high school is a really, really big change all at once. And that's kind of setting people up for failure if they're not good with change. So if hypothetically you went to a community college, that gives you an opportunity to adjust to college level coursework and like the academic side of college. And then you would be switching to a four-year two years later, and you would have the chance to have that social change and moving away from home for the first time, living with people you don't know for the first time, all those changes in two different waves so that it's not like your whole world changes in an instant and you're overwhelmed. Yes. Does that make sense? Yeah. Makes complete sense. So that's the very first consideration is, is it right for you? And what are your motivations behind going to college? Do you feel like you have to, or do you want to? Okay. So we're going to treat this as you've decided that going to college is the best option for you. Yeah. I think down the line, we're going to do, you know, more of a workforce um, podcast and that side of things, because (laughs) we've been raised in households where um, trades and things of that nature are kind of the backbone of our families. Yeah. Um, But we're going to go through this, you know, as you have decided college is the best bet for you. Right. So what, after they decide if college is the best fit and they say yes, what are we looking at, Addison? What's the vibe? <laughs> okay. I was trying to think how to how to describe this. And the only thing I can think is what's the vibe? Like what are the college vibes? What vibe do you want? Because there's literally so many options. You can find a college in the middle of nowhere with like in a field with some cows and they're like an equestrian school. That's an option. You can go to a big city. You can go to the mountains, to the beach. Are you going to be in-state? Are you going to be out-of-state? Do you want to be close to your family? Do you want to be far from your family? I mean, small, big, what's their reputation? There's so many vibes to consider. (laughs) The college admission vibe. Yeah. (laughs) So I just feel like the very first thing is location, I would say. So are you looking in the state that you live in? are you expanding your horizons? And then after that, like city, country, suburban, Mm -hmm. then following that big school, small school, medium school. And then what's the school known for? That's something that I like working 
in higher ed and we all know I love to take a campus tour we're taking too soon maybe we'll report back (laughs) yeah you can catch a vibe of what is this school most proud of and then you can align that with what you would want to be known for so if you want to be known as like life of the party for like premium college experience maybe a big state school is your is your ticket if you are like a, a bookworm and like academics is all you care about then maybe a little bit more of a highly selective school is your vibe or like a public ivy if you will <laughs> sure if you're like super duper into I'm trying to think of the right words but just like what are you you're, passionate about what do you, do you like be the urban for? environment yeah like the arts mm-hmm. okay I got a school for you it's called VCU <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but like VCU is known for being super diverse they're known for being really good in medicine and art so naming some schools and get Madison to tell us what the vibe is okay okay I'm tell scared me. it might get canceled <laughs> Auburn University uh, <laughs> um they are known for being the second choice in the state of Auburn. no I'm just kidding I'm just kidding I'm literally wow. just kidding um no Auburn is known for agriculture yeah that's all I have to say I think that they're from what I know their hospitality they have great department. hospitality but so does Alabama so I mean their department I know <laughs> I just I don't want to talk okay. about Auburn okay. anymore on this podcast wow okay what's that um okay. no um Longwood University I think Christian. teachers yep education obviously. and that's a very small school so I feel like it's like small community vibe mm-hmm. if you want to know everybody you're going to class with um what about um Mississippi State they're also like a very big um they have engineering and they're kind of one of those like country country bumpkin school (laughs) (laughs) wow what about um Texas A&M you know I'm not quite okay that's fine I'm not quite familiar with their offerings they have a lot of pride and a lot of tradition I know James Madison University See, that is where all the Richmond girlies go. I think it's like a very good, I'm just, I'm from Richmond. So that's the only basis I have. They're a very good two hour away school. It's like the perfect distance. And it's just like, go get a degree. Okay. I feel when I think of like, when I think (laughs) of like, where's somebody just going to go to get their degree, nothing specific. They're maybe undecided, like, JMU question mark. That's not to be offensive. Well, you were thinking of going there. So. Yeah, it's not to be offensive. I think it's awesome. Please do some more, but I think they could get you canceled. Why? Coastal Carolina. I I don't know. Party school. I guess. But that's not to say that everybody who goes there. Yes. The, now I'm getting into stereotypes. I know. But what do you, even but if it's what a do you party want to be school, known for though? But even if it's a party school, it doesn't mean you're automatically going to be a partier if you go there. Like, I went to Alabama. Alabama's known as a party school. I've never been to a party in my life. But it's just when you tell people that you're going there, what are they thinking about you? And what do you, what do you value? And it's like, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, like, when I went to UVA, I knew that they were very academic-based. And I was looking for, I don't want to be at a school where everybody's like social facing all the time. Like yeah. I want to be working on getting my degree. Cause I'm really worried about that. I have something else I want to say when you're considering. Yeah. I'm thinking of the vibes. 
because I'm, you know, interested in the career services side of things. Yeah. What employer, what are employers going to think about where you went? Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have to go to Harvard. No. But if they think that you went to a party school, Mm -hmm. are they taking you seriously? And, and so if you're going to go to a school that might be known as a party school, knowing how you're going to set yourself up for success. Yeah. Um, and not fall into that stereotype. Yeah. I didn't okay, know sorry. there was going here, but off, I took this off the rails. Yeah. I hope I don't. This get train has gone off the rails. <laughs> We're recording this podcast at 8 30 at night. So we don't have a cup of coffee with us. No, but maybe but you need one. Maybe I need one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can I move on from this? Idea? Yeah. So the vibes, location, how many students they have, mm-hmm. where it's urban, suburban all the things city yeah country okay okay i'm gonna move on from here um next i feel like it's automatic for people to go to the website of the college and look at the programs that they have and the majors that they have and be like i know i want to be i want to be a speech pathologist funny that i can't get that sentence out as i'm trying to say (laughs) maybe i need a speech person but you know that you want to do that but at 18 do you know that? I don't know. So I say you look at the program and consider that and make sure they have things that you're interested in, but also reserve the right to change your mind. Yeah. Um, I think that I've heard the statistic a lot mm-hmm. and to cite my source, higher ed, uh, inside, well, higher education. inside higher ed says that a third of first time college students change their major um I've heard I think it's higher than I've that. heard higher I've heard 50% of students change their major at least once um I've heard statistics about three times changing a major so I don't think I would have to do more research but I don't think what you go into is what you're going to come out with a degree in yeah it could be um but I think that maybe going some what I would advise that's why the vibes have to be right the vibes have to be right I would advise someone to pick somewhere that has multiple things that you're interested in right. or can see yourself doing. If you think I want to be a teacher, I'm going to this school because they have a great education program, but then they only have education, science, and math. Well, do you like you, science? And right. Math? Like if you change your mind, are you going to be able to stay there? Right. You know, so I think making sure they have a good array of programs. And back to what you were saying, make sure that they have good well, this is probably going to get ahead of myself, but make sure that you have good opportunities for growth from that school. So if they're known for teaching and teachers, what support do they have in place to make sure that you pass your exams that you have to take and get placed as a student teacher and all of those things? I would look at their like placement. Yeah. Like job placement and things like that. It's very important. Right. (laughs) So my fourth thing is what supports are in place. And so I guess that goes hand in hand, but it's super important to ask those questions and look at their website and just really dig. Are people going to this school and never finding a job afterwards? Or are they going to this school and staying connected as an alumni and like continuing into the school? Like what are people's connections? Cause I, I think that, I mean, we worked at the university of Alabama, so we just draw on that, but people went there, got connected got jobs from what it seemed like and then we're proud alum and poured back into the school right that's how it seems to me and then one of their kids to go there and like generate a generational school if you will yeah so um, if you're worried about i know i want to 
have a high paying career as soon as I graduate from college, then you need to ask about their career center. If you know that you want to study abroad, then you need to make sure you're asking, how do y'all support students who are studying abroad? Mm -hmm. So I just think you need to do a lot of reflection of what matters to you before you start picking. What are you, what's your value? What value are you looking for yeah. in a school? Yeah. Um, are you wanting to have a big student life? You know, you want to jo- join organizations and yeah. you want Greek life. You want, um, I, I don't know. You want, if you, if that's what you want, then you need to ask and you need to see what they have. Mm-hmm. Um what I think is, what I think that you can do practically as you're picking is ask really open-ended questions of what do students do on the weekends? Are there volunteer opportunities? Do they? What's do, athletics like? Right. The first thing that the admissions people are going to answer or the students who are giving the tour or whatever, that means something. Like if they're saying, oh, over the summers, a lot of students just go home and take classes at their community college but you're looking to study abroad, then maybe that's yeah. not the school for you. Exactly. So you can learn a lot and then ask like, what is Virginia Tech known for? Right. And if they say, oh, we have really great student pride and our people are so nice to each other and everything, that's really great. But if they're like, oh, we're just known for like- Engineering. Yeah. It means a lot, the answers yeah. that people give. Um, and I think that asking multiple people, not just one, so ask your admissions representative that you're communicating with. Ask the students that- you know, go there or that you're meeting when you go there. It's really hard to hide things about a school. Like you're going to, if you hear three of five people say the same thing, it's probably true. I mean, they, they're not all just marketing pieces. (laughs) You're going to get real answers. People are people and they're going to give you the truth. Yeah. So yeah. Um, So yeah, those are my four top considerations, but really the common theme in all of those is making sure before you decide that you're going to go to college, what matters most to you, and then start looking for that. Don't let the college tell you what matters to you. You need to pick what matters to you and then find your college Mm. in your place. Preach it. That's good. That's a good word. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. I'm going to move on because that was awkward. Um, So how do you find all this out? Yeah. How do you miss admissions? Go take a campus tour. <laughs> Madison's favorite thing. It's so fun. And you can't feel the vibe if you don't go visit the campus. And like I said, what they put on to show you is their best foot forward. So that's what they're that's what they're proud of. That's what they want people to know. I'm- so <laughs> if you go take a bad campus tour, then and it was a school that you were really excited about, then you need to be looking a little deeper, like. was it rainy and I had a bad day because it was rainy or was it awful because they're not proud of the school that they're showing I'm just thinking about how amazing Alabama's tours are Mm -hmm. and then that's the first one that my sister went on and then she went on another one of a in-state school and it was just crazy the things they were saying and doing and like yeah the lackluster experience that she had yeah um and like my mom asked the question of is this campus safe and the student that's like showing them around is like, oh no, we have sexual assaults and blah, blah, blah. Like if they're telling you that, then it's a problem. Yeah. Um, so li- like really listen. Yeah. But go on these campus tours, like you're looking for a place to live. Yes. And <laughs> I can't, 
I can't even explain. I've been on a lot of campus tours as a prospective student and as just like an interested person. And I've also sat through a lot of campus tours being in admissions. And it's just crazy. The amount of um, people who will go on tours and not ask questions, just like sit there and go with the flow for the whole day and then leave with questions. But it's like, you drove all that way or flew or did whatever to get there, to get information, ask the questions that you're thinking about. Right. Because what they're giving you is PR. Yeah. So if you want to get your real questions answered and get real, like, not that they're giving you fake stuff, but they're showing you the best of the best. Mm -hmm. So if you want stuff, you know, if you have questions that they're not answering, ask it and get the juicy nitty gritty of what's going down on that campus. Yeah. And also thinking about programs, if there's one that you're super excited about and you ask and they're like, oh, I haven't really heard of that one. Like, okay, so then they're not really proud and excited about that one. Maybe you should be looking for a school that they're like, oh, that's our top program and we do this and that and blah, blah, blah. You can learn a lot from going on a tour and asking questions is all I'm trying to say. Yeah. In a really long-winded way. So if someone asks you about hmm, accounting (laughs) at Alabama. Oh, top rated, actually. It, I think we're number six in the country. See, that would have shown you like- But oh, if you asked me about agriculture, I'd say we don't have that. Right. So don't come here or change yeah. your mind on what yeah. you want to do. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's all. That's my biggest takeaway. It's really fun too. Yeah. So yeah. Um. And yeah, Matthew already said this, but I think it's really important to talk to people that you know who have gone there or are going there. Then you can get a little bit more of the nitty gritty, not so polished and perfect. But get your questions. But I do think that while the campus tour will be polished and perfect, you can ask questions of the students that are um, like giving those tours. There's normally students involved Mm -hmm. in that kind of process Um, or even just the admissions people working there the more you ask, the more you're going to find out. Yeah. But when they're just straight up giving you stuff to begin with, it's going to be polished and perfect. But if you start asking questions, you'll get more. I also just thought about, it's really important, even if you're not lost, pro tip, ask for directions from a student on campus and see how they react. If they're a jerk, that's a red flag. But if they're like, oh my gosh, let me walk you there, which I've seen happen at some schools. Okay, there's some really nice caring people here that's probably the people that you'd want to be going to school with right wow pro tip good (laughs) um but yeah and so now i need to talk about money for a little bit cha-ching 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 um or drain 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 yeah (laughs) um they should be talking about scholarships and financial aid in their admissions presentation and if they're not that might be a red flag but you need to ask no matter what and asking can also help uncover some like hidden scholarships that maybe aren't front facing Mm -hmm. but there are there's so much scholarship money out there that goes untouched I don't even know what the number is but there's so many scholarships that go untouched and that's my biggest regret from going to college is that I wasn't looking for scholarships but you're supposed to be looking for scholarships like it's your part like it's your job and outside scholarships too yeah not just from wherever you're going like they're gonna have scholarships you know that the institution you're going to Mm -hmm. is gonna have funds for but there's um what do you call it like third party external external Mm -hmm. scholarships 
that you need to be researching. Yeah. Because a lot of times this was one of my pet peeves working in admissions was, and this wasn't specific to Alabama, but people would email like admissions at ua.edu, the like most general line and be like, I didn't get awarded any scholarship money. What are y'all going to do for me? And it's like, well, what are you going to do for yourself? Like, maybe this is not the right decision for you. If we've already given out the institutional scholarships and they, you weren't in the right frame, what are you going to do? Like, yeah. yes, scholarships are a marketing tool for people, for universities to get you to come, but they can't give full rides to everybody because they're a business. Yeah. So you have to take a little bit of responsibility yourself there and do that. So check with the institution about what scholarships See they what have. See what their deadlines are. If the, totally. Not everywhere the, or your application isn't always also the scholarship application. Sometimes it is and sometimes it's not. So you have to look into all of that. Yeah. Or ask the questions. Yeah. At least. Um, and then be looking for external. I'm going to share a story. Go ahead. Um, recently, there was a, at the community college of Madison I work at, there is um, a representative from a four-year university there and she just said when she was a a student you know looking for scholarships she found a scholarship for a disability <laughs> oh, this is and she applied for it because she wore glasses and that was her disability and that was she said that was her disability but she got it because nobody she got else it applied. because no one else applied so I think doing your research and advocating for yourself is really important, um, especially when it comes to the financial side of, you know, getting those scholarships. So from all that, you can gather scholarships is really important. The other piece of that is the FAFSA and the CSS profile. What's a CSS? <laughs> See, that's part of the problem. People don't even know what it is. Oh, thank you. I'm no. sorry. I was just a little old community college and transfer student. How would I know? No, it's actually not applicable to everyone, but for the people that it is applicable for, mm, it's okay. important. The FAFSA, I mean, this is not a like professional podcast where I give advice, but just it's important to fill out your FAFSA every single year to be eligible for financial aid. If you don't fill it out, there's no chance of getting the grant money, the loans, even though you don't really want them, but there's no chance of getting them if you don't fill that out. And most schools that I've heard of, they won't even look at you for scholarship consideration if you haven't done mm. financial aid through them. So just do it. Because they want to make sure, they don't want to give you a scholarship if you possibly could be getting financial aid. And there's people who are there, like I know it's kind of daunting to have to figure out how to fill out the FAFSA, what it is, how it works, all the things. But there's people at every single high school and every single potential college who it's their job to help. So again, ask questions and get people to help you because they want to help. I mean, just in general, at colleges, there's a lot of people working there and their job is to help the students. So whether they're nice or not, get them to help you. It doesn't mean you need to be, you need to be a Karen and be like, help me fill out my fast. No, but no. just say, hey, I'm a first generation student. Or even if you're not and you you still don't probably know what it is. Can you please help me with what forms I need to fill out? It's like they'll help you. It's like going to the DMV and needing to get a registration for your car. That's their job. Yeah. And real quick, the CSS profile, that's for some specific schools. It's an additional form that's like more in depth than the FAFSA, but they're also offering more money than normal financial aid. It's for schools that say that they're going to cover 100% of demonstrated need. So then they have to look and make sure 
all the needs that you might have. So just ask what financial aid documents do I need to fill out? And if they say CSS profile, know that that means it's another more in depth. Yeah. And I mean, look into what the state offers like and yeah like if it's your state or the state mm-hmm. you're going to like Virginia has the G3 programs mm-hmm. which co- gives extra funding to programs that are going towards like, certain industries that are have in-demand jobs so that's extra funding that the state of Virginia is providing so just look into everything yeah and off the top of my head for all my Virginia listeners William and Mary UVA and I think Washington and Lee all require the CSS profile. So if oh, you're wow. applying there, there's a couple others, but those are the ones that are on the top of my head. What about your Alabama listeners? What do they need to be doing? Honestly, I never heard of the CSS profile <laughs> down there. So y'all probably don't have to worry about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, honestly, I forgot about it. And then somebody mentioned it the other day at work and I was like, oh shoot, got to worry about that again. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's it for fat, for money and financial aid, but just don't make decisions based just on feelings. Make sure that there's money there to back it up because you, yes, you want to get a degree, but no, you don't want to be in debt from that degree. Make sure the vibes are right and the money's there. There you go. (laughs) Put that on t-shirt. Okay. Lastly, I'm going to stop preaching, but my last piece of advice is to take advantage of the opportunities. Like we were saying, there's people who it's their job to help you at the college that you're considering. It's also people... People also have jobs where they're putting so much effort into hosting events for prospective students. And I honestly don't feel like everybody's taking advantage of them because they're like, oh, I'm busy or I don't know if I want to go there or I'm kind of nervous to go to an event, whatever. Go to the freaking event. It's free to you. Yeah. And that's where you're going to get more experience and find out the information that you want to find out to make an informed decision. So if that's an orientation, if that's a prospective student programming if they have like a summer camp go do it like it's not gonna hurt you yeah and okay so I'm gonna use for example Alabama just because that's what I'm familiar with oh that's so unfamiliar <laughs> for you to bring up Alabama use us an example but a lot of the college the academic colleges on the University of Alabama campus have summer camps yeah and so yeah it's some money to go but if you can afford it and you're even potentially interested in that school why wouldn't you go to it yeah and make it work I mean if you can afford it obviously um but it gives you a lot of exposure to what that school is doing yeah and Um, remember when we had Anna May on she was talking about early college at Alabama mm -hmm. she spent the summer in between her high school summers going to Alabama and staying in the dorm and that helped her decide that yeah that's where she wanted to be and the classes and the dorms and everything worked for her so in order to make an informed decision reach out see what they have going on and take advantage yeah of it. and a lot of schools have like they have campus tours every single day and mm-hmm. those are just very generic and mm-hmm. there they are but maybe like once a month they have a welcome day or whatever yeah. where there's more programming involved yeah go to it please please <laughs> um look into it would what, mean the world to me look into what the specific like if there's a program you're interested in at a school there's probably someone that can talk to you just about that program yeah and it's their job. Yes. <laughs> and they're sitting there twiddling their thumbs, getting paid a lot of money. Make them work. Right? Yes. Thank make you. them work. So, any other questions from me? Um, gosh, a million. Oh, God. <laughs> um, what? I mean, 
what questions are they? I never lived on a college campus. So uh-huh. should they be concerned about the living, the food, like all that, taking that into Yeah, that the matters to you. That's actually a really good point. Um, a lot of places act like it's a badge of honor to like live in the past and not have AC for their students. If that matters to you, make sure you know whether there's AC and heating in place. Yeah. Um, also, if you, a lot of colleges are making the switch to have more, sorry, we're making brownies. <laughs> um, so that's what that beeping is. But This is why we love Spotify for podcasters. You can podcast from anywhere. <laughs> including the kitchen table. Um, but what was I saying? The oh, dorm the dorms, the vibes. A lot of colleges are making this switch to have more apartment style or suite style dorms. So ask about what what is the dorm set up? Like, is it traditional? Is it suite style? Is it apartment style? And just figure out what you want. Yeah. I mean, food on all campuses is not that great. So don't make your decision off of food. You can go to Chick-fil-A. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the moral of the story is whatever's important to you, that's what you need to be checking yes. on. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you, Miss Admissions. If anyone has admissions questions or is thinking about college or just where do I begin? What do I do? These are four really big steps that can help you. Um, but Madison would always love to talk to you or even escort you onto a tour. I was going to say, you can <laughs> tell, tell them about Sweetbriar. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll get them <laughs> as a sponsor. You can tell I'm passionate about this. Like, if you ever want to talk, I have no problem talking about this. Um, Sweetbriar College. And you would have known about this unless you look into, you wouldn't know. Yes. Would know. Fun fact, Sweetbriar College, which is in Virginia, in the mountains somewhere, they offer to literally pay for you to come see their campus. They'll pay for you to, like you're driving there, if you fly there, if you take a train there, and then they'll have you stay in their hotel on their campus for a night, and they'll cover all of that for a student, if that's a prospective high school junior or senior, or if it's a prospective transfer student, they'll pay for you plus one family member or friend to come take a campus tour. So if anybody wants to go, I'm going soon. But that's just the reason I brought up Sweetbriar. Yeah. Is that is such a random thing that that college does that you wouldn't know about unless you did your research on the college. Yeah. And clearly they're trying to woo people. But only that is an all girl school. So my boy listeners. Okay, that's fine. We're not majority of girl listeners. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. But it's just cool. Yeah. Just cool. And also, if you're a transfer student, if they don't talk about transfer, red flag, red flag, don't go. There. Red flag. Yeah. 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 Y'all so, transfer students just come talk to me because it's it's a tough world out there. Yeah. So yeah, that's all I got. I think that's it. Well, thank you, Miss Admissions. Thank like you. I said, she's available for services. <laughs> she may charge. She may not. I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Thank y'all for listening to this episode of First. You can find us on Instagram at First the Podcast. Um, you can listen every Monday morning. We release new episodes at 6 a.m. Rate us, review us on um, Spotify, Apple, and recommend to your friends. Thank you. See you next week.